But she was like, hey, Kona. She was about to tell him yeah, the she whole was story. I, I, I would have been mortified. <laughs> I would have just melted right. in a puddle, just sank into the sand. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of In Hindsight. We're your hosts, Andrea, Brittany, and Jasmine. We review movies and TV shows from our childhood to see if they still hold up, because sometimes things aren't quite the way you remember them. In this week's episode, we're reviewing Rip Girls, which aired on April 22nd, 2000. The movie stars Camilla Bell, who appeared in a number of movies and commercials over her two-decade career. Rip Girls was filmed in Queensland, Australia. And Camilla Bell has no Hawaiian ancestry. Thoughts before we get started. I like that you specified that she has no Hawaiian ancestry. I just <laughs> wanted to be clear. clear. Wanted to be clear. It's very important in these movies because you know they'll be filming in Utah with all white exactly. people pretending like, oh yeah, see the Avatar for an example. But anyway, <laughs> but yeah, the only thing I remember. <laughs> The movie, not the series. Let me just be very clear, which Avatar I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I don't remember Camilla Bell and anything except for When a Stranger Calls. And I went to see that at Fort City Mall. So it was a good time. But um, yeah, I didn't remember this at all, except for one scene. I was like, okay, I remember this movie now. But I guess it wasn't that marketed as much as other movies or nobody cared I don't know but I just don't remember this one so there's no nostalgia for me as I was reviewing this and watching it okay I remember this one it was one of my favorites um it is also the first sports movie starring girls yay yeah okay I'm gonna keep going (laughs) (laughs) the movie opens with Sydney and her dad and her stepmom on their way to Sydney's mother's home in Hawaii when they arrive at the property, Sydney wanders around to take pictures. Back at the house, Sydney and her parents meet Bo, the executor of the estate. Sydney is the last in her family and therefore inherits the property, provided she stays on the island for two weeks. Sydney finds a photo album with a picture of her mother, which she later puts in her room. Okay, thoughts on this opening, impressions on Gia's parents, specifically her, her reaction when they met Bo. Gia's parents or Sydney's parents? Oh, Sydney's parents, right, 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 Sydney's parents. Okay, well, I wrote down, this feels racist because the way they turned around and and the dad said, oh, I was expecting dot, dot, dot. And they looked at him like uh, he broke into the house, like he should not have been there. I said, okay, I already know where we're going with this. Mm-hmm. And I can already tell with uh, what kind of parents these are going to be. So that, see, you know what? I have a note later about how this even occurred. But I'm like, sir, you clearly lived here before. Have you forgotten everything that has to do with Hawaii? Like, you didn't expect a Hawaiian person to be there? I just, That's I was so trying true. to over it. Didn't he live in the house with that with his wife, right? I, I would assume so. So I'm yeah, like, sure. okay, so you're just coming in foolish. Um, the, Yeah, so I'm, the mom died. So yeah, we have another dead parent. Um. Yeah, having a two-parent household last time was just too much for me. So I'm like, yes, let's get back to, I don't know, emotional disaster because of a dead parent. Let's do it. Um, 
the dad definitely got on my nerves. I, he really needed to chill out on that plane ride. Like, she just got up to get her camera. Okay. She's taking pictures. Like, she was also what's sitting down. I mean, she right. was, like, in her seat. So, like, what's the what could have happened? Like, she's not going to fall out the window on an airplane. Right. Right. He was just the doing too much. The sign was off, so she was good to move around the cabin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lord, I do not miss flying. Well, I miss flying because I don't have to be here, but I don't miss the process, especially people who act a fool on the plane. Why do people get up as soon as the plane touches down? Like know. they're going, like they're going to jump out the window. Like y'all, we all have to wait. I don't understand that. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. That has nothing to do with the story. So the <laughs> I um I really like Bo. I thought that he would have more involvement. Me too. I wish he had more involvement in the story. Yeah. Cause like him and Sydney never have a scene together. And I was like, I think he could have really provided a lot more depth, but who are we? Um <laughs> yeah. should, should have called us when we were nine years old to consult on the film. Really I don't even have. think we were nine yet. Oh, well, I don't what know. What month did it come out? In April. Oh, oh. I, I was nine. Yeah, you were nine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Andrea were not. We were still eight. I can't. The music felt nostalgic in that it just felt like beginning of the 2000s. The little music. Not the not the creepy, ominous music, but like the <laughs> intro music when the uh, title card came up. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was bopping along to that. Yeah. Yeah. And also the technology in the movie. Okay, the pictures that she took looked real blurry. So I don't know what's going with that. I, I feel like all the pictures she ever took looked blurry for the entire movie. But <laughs> <laughs> she's supposed to be like great at photography. So, yeah. you know, I was really questioning her skills. That was high quality photography back then, Brittany. High quality. It was it was right. I think it was I think it was a full 500 pixels per frame. Man, oh, I'm man. looking at my computer like, is it my internet or is it just, <laughs> just the resolution? The, the quality is that bad. Girl, there were three pixels in each picture. I said, all right. <laughs> they could have been great. I like some of the angles, even though they weren't realistic, but it was fine. Um, we have a creepy person with bin- the binoculars. Of course, it made me think of Big John from the 13th year. Oh, I don't want to think about memorable character. <laughs> there are mer- maybe there are mermaids in Hawaii. Who knows? Um, that would be so funny if they were out surfing. Here comes Cody and his mom were rolling up. That <laughs> then we could have figured out what happened to them because he really, exactly. he really just went into that water and poof. That was the end of the movie. <laughs> Not poof. That should have been what happened to Rip Girl too. Oh, There's man. a sequel. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if there was right. Yeah, like, why not? Hey, if you're listening and you want a sequel, make sure to tweet Camilla Bill. See what she can get done. Um, So, (laughs) but I think, Andre, you mentioned this was the first decom with a female lead doing sports. So I enjoyed definitely watching that. They were killing it out there. Um, They were all so confident and doing what they do. And uh, yeah, it was great. And then, let me see, we talked about the parents being weird. And I, I did uh, appreciate in the contract, she said that they had she had to stay for two weeks. Because it's like, you can sign if you want to, but I already know if you stay here, you're going to fall in love with it. So I'm going to get you. But So was it her great aunt that died? Like, who was the person that actually died and left it? I thought it was her mom. Well, her mom had died a while ago. Yeah. 
like when she was a baby. It was her great aunt who died and left the property. Oh, okay. see, I was very confused. See, I didn't. At the whole beginning, I was lost in the sauce because I thought I said, okay, this must belong to her mom, but then her mom died when she was a baby, but she's just not getting the will. And who is Nalani or whoever the other person is? Anyway, I figured it out toward the end. Yeah, I mean, they were like the part where they were explaining all this property stuff. Bo, the boat was like not even in the frame. It was the camera was following Sydney, like looking around the old stuff in the house when she found, mm-hmm. found the photo album. So I, I too got distracted and, and had to go back and say, okay, what's going on with the property? Because <laughs> they right. go back to the cut into the dad say, you got to be practical. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I already don't like you. Now you're telling this person of color to be practical. Cool, cool, cool. So uh-huh. Staying on theme. That's a mess. Wait, did y'all? Okay, maybe I I looked away, but it seemed like the chest she was looking in like opened by itself, and I said maybe I missed where she opened the doors because I was like, is there ma- gonna be magic? Like, what's going on? Did that? No, did y'all see that? No, no but they okay. did set up with the little music and the twinkly twinklies that mm-hmm. <laughs> everything in the house was like magic and spiritual and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the twinkly twinklies did do that. Did display okay. that. I'm done at the name for the sound. <laughs> <laughs> but they did they did overdo it a little bit with their little sounds. Shout out to whoever did the the music. Yay. <laughs> I couldn't have that job because the way I'd be throwing in sound effects everywhere. <laughs> Boom, bam. <laughs> Boom. <sticker stuff. laughs> I know. <laughs> it would be a mess. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly how I would do it. Be in control of some sound effects for a film. When we were in, um, when I was with you in New York, we were playing Scrabble, and you put on like theme music. It wasn't from Harry Potter, but it was supposed to be similar to Harry Potter. And it's like we're just like we're living inside of a movie. <laughs> That's how my brain works. <laughs> All right. The next day, Sydney follows a cat into an old shed where she finds a surfboard. Surfboard. With the word Nani Loa on it. When she leaves, she runs into a girl named Gia and does not deny it when Gia assumes Sydney can surf. At dinner, she asks her parents if she could go to the beach. Her father reluctantly agrees if Sydney doesn't go in the water. At the beach, she meets Kona and they talk before Gia and her friends teach Sydney how to surf. Sydney quits after failing multiple times. Then later at the bank, she is discouraged by the develop pl- development plans for the property and later goes back to the beach. She is more successful at surfing this time but gets caught in a current and Kona saves her. I love all of these athletic kids. It was very, very exciting for me. Okay, so impressions and surfing, impressions on and surfing in this movie versus Johnny Tsunami and thoughts on Gia and Kona's relationship, Gia's relationship with Sydney and Kona's relationship with Sydney that was established within two minutes. So I feel like when it comes to the surfing, I feel like Johnny Tsunami was about the actual sport of between the surfing and the snowboarding and the skiing. So we got to see a lot more of that, which was fun. And this movie, we got them blurry, grainy photos. <laughs> I mean, we had a little snapshot of her learning how to surf, which which was cool. And it, and then at the end, you know, she did have that moment. But then I feel like this movie, it was centered on the house and like her relationship with the people on the island. So I didn't feel as invested but I did, I mean, I did like the surfing scenes. I just felt like they were kind of sprinkled in there. And then it was some little snapshots. So it kind of threw it off. <laughs> I think it was better in Johnny Tsunami because I was more into it. And like, yeah, I want them to win the race. And I was, you know, right along with them. But here I was just like, oh, okay. That's a photo. 
Agreed. Surfing was more of a decoration in this movie. Yeah, I think the surfing scenes in this movie are more analogous to like the snowboarding montages in Johnny Tsunami for me, like in the way that they were kind of placed. I can see that. With with the music over it, it's fine. But also surfing is a I don't want to call it, it is a plot device, but a, a way for Sydney to figure out, you know, who she is and her heritage and all that. It's not like the focus, like you were saying, Brittany. It's not the focus isn't on the sport. It's the the way in which you can use surfing to achieve some sort of emotional goal. With the twinkly okay. twinklies. Yes. <laughs> I actually thought, besides the snapshots part, I actually thought that the surfing because the Johnny Tsunami split between surfing and snowboarding, I thought the surfing was better in this movie, but I do get what you're saying of you're kind of more into the surfing and Johnny Tsunami, even though the actors were actually surfing this time. And it mm-hmm. wasn't people not surfing. So mm-hmm. these were actual surfers and that was pretty cool. I thought that was a lot oh, of fun. Oh, the kids? They, they, yeah. they did yeah. their own? They, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I think at some points they had body doubles, but I think for the most part, it looked like I they think- were surfing. I, I don't think the blonde girl had a body double or that other girl or any of the boys that were surfing. It was just Gia had it a couple of times. But she well, was also Kona. Kona? Mm-hmm. Kona never surfed. Yeah. Oh, you're right. right. He, skates. he skates. He just keeps going into the water. Yeah, you're so right. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, he okay. Too, but he could because his arm is broken. This cast. Now, he kept getting this cast wet. And I said, I know that that could not feel good after several days of wearing that mushy, wet cast. No. His arm in the back. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. No. It's disgusting. You might as well just let that arm go at this point. <laughs> she cut, just cut the whole arm off. <laughs> I mean, you could just go be reckless with it. But but even the even still, I did enjoy the surfing though. Not to say it like it was boring or anything. I did enjoy it again because it was girls in the forefront, and they were. I mean, they were doing a lot of cool stuff, and I was like, "Wow, I wish I could do that." That's not gonna happen though because I do not know how to swim. I wasn't confident that Sydney knew how to swim either when she was talking. So oh, I was like, "Should you either. be? Should you be out here?" She yeah, did I didn't. No, she did not. I was concerned about Sydney every single time she went in that water. Well, she she said it's not a lot of surfing like Michigan. So, you know. Can you imagine? <laughs> I was trying to surf in that. No. Out of the lake. I can't. <laughs> I don't know. People would be giving. Before. It was hard. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how Sydney picked it up that fast. Because I didn't. <laughs> she stood up a couple times. But we didn't really see her like really do something. So I feel like she knew she knew her lane and she was like, all right, I tried it and it was fine. It was fun while it lasted, but I'm good. All right, we're going to let the professionals do this. The people mm-hmm. who grew up doing it do it. I did like that about Sydney's character because usually with movies like this, the person tries something and they're automatically good at it. It's just like the best mm-hmm. thing ever. I think Johnny Tsunami did this too, where he was kind of still falling and not great at snowboarding, even though he had been crap practicing a lot. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I like that was good. Yeah, you know, not being good at the thing and having to still work at the thing. Because lots of times when we want to convince you, like, oh, you got to do is try and you'll succeed. No, sometimes you don't <laughs> succeed. This is true. Though I feel like it'd be easier for Johnny to get it because he already had yeah. experience with yeah, the board. Possible. But but yeah, to your point, it's it's way more realistic. Also, her trying to lie. 
to be cool. It's like, girl, just tell them because you don't know what you're talking about. You sound dumb. <laughs> you do. And you're not cool. Like, there's nothing. No one would ever think that you're cool. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. You know what else I was thinking? When she just ran up on the beach to take pictures. I was like, how are you going to take pictures of them without their consent? Especially when she um, was taking pictures of Kona. He was just standing there and she oh, had yeah. big old, that big old camera in his face. <laughs> so I was like, excuse me. <laughs> I thought about that too. I'm like, you were all up. You did not even ask. You were right there. She was so right close. There. She was so close. She had to lean back a little right. bit. <laughs> 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 oh, that was, the whole thing was awkward. Um, Kona... His little frost were those frosted tips. Yeah, I, could, really, I was yeah. look at his hair like it, it. I'm glad it wasn't spiked. I'll say that. So I don't, I don't know what look they were going for, but it was real interesting. Um, speaking didn't of the, older, oh, go ahead. All right, no, just didn't they look older than Sydney to you, like Gia and Kona? Oh, didn't yeah. it feel like they were like five years older than she was? Sydney looked like she was eight years old. I said, girl. <laughs> okay, yeah. keep going. Sorry. No, but I think. She was like 15 or 16, Gia, 15 or 16 when they filmed it or something like that. I don't know how old Kona was, but you know, they be having 45 year olds being teenagers. So (laughs) (laughs) who knows? (laughs) It's like, I don't know what that, what movie that is where the dude is like, hello, fellow kids. (laughs) 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 I love that meme. Um, No, I was going to say, speaking of Brittany, your twinkly (laughs) sound effects. When she found this, every time they had the surfboard or something to do with her mom, like the little choir, and I was like, okay, girl, I I understand this is a, a moment uh, to you, but... Like, <laughs> yeah, they really tried to drive it home and make it like, not only this is a moment, but this is a Hawaiian moment. Yes, yes. You have to know this is an ethnic thing here. Right. It's not just regular <laughs> plain American twinkly twinkies that don't have no kind of, <laughs> you know... Cultural reference. There's there's something going on. But when she went into that barn, I thought she was gonna find a dead body because the music got so ominous. And I said, What is with all this buildup? It, it was a surfboard. But I did I did get excited about the cat. I wrote down a cat <laughs> with an exclamation mark. <laughs> I was like, Oh, where's the cat going? That your was my transfer- focus. <laughs> your transformation into a cat person so, has been so, so fun quick. to watch. It was, it, it was instant. You had a cat for five days, and you were a cat mom. It was yes. ridiculous. <laughs> I was, I was born into this destiny. I've always known it. I'm very excited that you're living your truth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Tell us more about the cat. That's what we we could have had more about the cat <laughs> and <done>. less about <laughs> Sydney's dad. You know, right? Now. They could have replaced Sydney's dad with the cat, <laughs> and oh, I would have been fine. Did. Did y'all think when he, when I saw the cat, I was like, "Is that Thackeray Banks? What's happening here? Like, <laughs> where are they going?" It was just too weird. To your point, Brittany, about me to be ominous, like the cat sat and looked at her, like, "Hey, what's up, girl? Come right. on, let's go to the shed." I said, "Wait a minute, what's happening?" And then that then a uh, headwig came down from mm-hmm. the rafters. I said, "No, what's because I don't I don't care for owls. Now I like them, I respect them, but have y'all ever seen an owl run? I said, nah, I'm cool. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yes. When did, you, when did you see an owl run, Jasmine? This was oh, not in real life, because you know I don't be outside. But like <laughs> I on, know. T- on Tumblr and whatever, they have videos of owls running, and they their little legs they be quick. I said, oh no, nah. see, girl, <laughs> it's ter- it's terrifying. 
Just Google it now. Like what at some point today, Al's running. Cause they lift up their little <laughs> their little petticoats or whatever and they just be running. And I'd be like, oh Lord. I think Al will have to run. Don't they like swoop? Aren't they swoopers? Why would they, they ever have to run? Girl, I don't know what they were running at, but mm-mm. Don't get caught outside with an owl, y'all. Or a moose. That's a whole... You know what? That's a whole other thing. When I realized how big moose are, I said, Lord, let me stay inside for the rest of my life. Um, I just want to say that I also enjoyed Gia and her friends teaching Sydney how to surf. I just like, you know, girls teaching other girls how to do these extreme sports. But also, I was hoping Gabriella from Brink was watching this particular scene because she said... Well, Sydney was like, I don't know. She said something. I didn't really pay attention to what she said for the most part. But Gia said, you don't surf for your friends. You surf for yourself and the way it makes you feel inside. And I said, wow, Gabrielle, are you listening? You don't have to do soul skating. You could just do things for yourself. Soul surfer. <laughs> no, but um, when the um, when the, when the kid, um, Ko- not Kovu. Why was I going to say Kovu? <laughs> no, that's Lion King. What is his name? Kona. Like Kona. Kona. Ice. When he was skating, I was like, oh, look, he a soul skater, too. <laughs> he was something. Can you imagine, like, what? It was, I liked his little, what do you call it? Skating ramp. <laughs> uh, I, I couldn't think of anything either. A half pike. <laughs> Have we learned nothing from Brink? <laughs> we just no, watched girl. Brink. <laughs> Girl, I don't know nothing but a 540. Going bio. <laughs> no, nah, she was like, you did a four and a half. I said, what is that? A four and a half what? <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about. But I like how he had his little thing, like, overseeing the beach. I was like, that's cool. But then I was yeah. like, if you fall off it, do you just go tumbling down the cliff? Like, <laughs> I don't know. This I think he had safe. some barriers between him and the tumbling. There were, there were a few feet there. I I hope so. Oh, you know what? We at the beach. Hold on, because we didn't even get to how she got to the beach. Because her raggedy daddy was talking about, you can't go to the beach. In Hawaii, sir? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we need to talk about this. Yes. <laughs> Are you serious? I was over it. I, the, the fact that he was so overprotective. I'm like, does this girl do anything because Mm -hmm. she wants to go then she said oh friends will be there and he said don't get in the water and later we find out why he's so overprotective but like she doesn't not that it justifies it but also if she doesn't even know any of this it's like how how do they have a good relationship if this is how he's been forever (laughs) and you bring up a good point like it is hawaii like what else are you, I mean, if you're a kid and I guess that's how they're setting it up in the movie, that kids are hanging out at the beach, what are you going to do? Sit at home or? Everyone's hanging out at the beach. That's where everyone is in this small mm-hmm. town in Hawaii. Yeah. Where there are two people. You're, everyone is at the beach. <laughs> so, so that then that made sense why she was like, oh, I, you know, keep to myself. I take art classes. I'm on a computer. Because she didn't talk about having friends. She didn't seem all that sad to leave wherever she, Chicago or wherever. So I'm like, dang, you really are so overprotective that you have your child, like, afraid to live and and go out and do things. Like, this is, you know what, between this daddy, Gwen from Halloween Town, and Pete from Johnny Tsunami, Lord, (laughs) the kids did not have a chance. Ooh, I, I mean, think this dad might irritate me more than Gwen. 
Because mm. there were no people of color to make Gwen microaggressive. So. <laughs> oh, that's so true. That's so true. And his dad started off. That's like probably his first line. Exactly. Expecting outside of uh, sit down, put your seatbelt on. The mom and you really see it. Oh, um, well, I mean, I could bring this up later, but just another example of parents having something that they haven't dealt with and then how it gets passed on to their kids and also how it impacts their parenting. Yeah. Even and that's all I'm going to say. We get to the next part. <laughs> <laughs> like Girl, there's so much. I hope we're talking about the same part because I, ooh, let's get into it. <laughs> but um, the mom really was redeeming. It's <laughs> like the only, well, not, I'm not, sorry. I didn't mean to say like the only saving grace, but she, she saved it for me because I was like, I hope she doesn't have two terrible parents. But, you know, the stepmom, she was cool. She knew the daddy, you know, was full of BS. She, even she was about to explain what was going on. She was like, adults get lost in their own problems sometimes. But then, I think Sydney was like, oh, my God, what's wrong? Is he, did he lose his job or something? And I was like, girl, let her talk because I want to hear what she, how she's going to try to explain the father's behavior. But I think she kind of stopped talking. It's like, you know, he'll be fine. It's just like, right. I don't know. But, but yeah, the stepmom wasn't too bad for me. And I, I appreciated that she did kind of stand up for her, like, hey, you know, maybe you should let her go outside in Hawaii. Maybe you <laughs> should let her do what, you know, as long as she's careful. It's not like she's, again, like Johnny and Johnny Tsunami, like, she wasn't a bad kid. It's not like she's just going gonna go to a rave or you exactly. know do foolishness. Like she, right. she just wants to explore. She's just going know, to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> the beach it. on your property. Okay, exactly. not even like a different beach. Right. Did they ever? You know, the only the reason I wanted Bo to be more involved too. I wanted to know more about her ancestry. And I get this is a decom, so they're not gonna get into it. But I wanted to know the history of that land and how they had, because I didn't realize the scale or the magnitude of what she inherited until they had the developer meeting. And I'm like, this is a full blown for real resort. Like how much, how many acres is that? That's wild to have that left to you at 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. And they kept saying I mean, plantation, plantation, yeah, plantation. Girl, they I kept throwing that word around. <laughs> Every like five seconds. I said, no. God. <laughs> I was like, oh, we're just saying that word. Okay, cool, cool. Mm-mm. I'm calling it the land here on out. <laughs> because I saw that in the Disney uh, the Disney Plus description. It was like, girl inherit, uh, 13-year-old girl inherits plantation. I said, oh, Lord. I don't know what this movie is going to be. <laughs> this is how you no. know white people write because a black person would not would think twice about using the word plantation (laughs) farm a race farm (laughs) (laughs) wait have we gotten to the first development yeah yeah right we've been there they got on my nerves i know they were supposed to so the movie did its job but they were doing way too much uh with their little explanations yeah Mm -hmm. i think it was very condescending to me at least oh go ahead Brittany. They were salespeople in that, you know, and when they're like too excited about something, you're already like, nah, I can't trust Mm -hmm. this. That's how they were the whole time. Mm -hmm. Like they was way too excited about them wanting to uh, sign this deal. It just got me thinking. I mean, this whole movie was about the impact of tourism on Hawaii and Native Hawaiians, which, you know, you already know there will be a link (laughs) in the show notes. (laughs) But just thinking about that now, especially given COVID and the mess that tourists are making over there, like, oh, Lord. I'm, I wonder if anyone was impacted by this film because I, 
I mean, they didn't go into it. They didn't get as deep as, you know, they could have, obviously, because it's, again, it's a decom. But yeah, like, just stop building resorts. Like, people could find other places to go. It's so aggravating. Yeah. Um, I love the song. Real quick. The, the, I guess it was a Hawaiian song that was playing as they were kind of floating in the water, I think, when they were teaching her how to. Do y'all remember that part? Oh, when she was learning how to surf the first time. Yeah, I feel like it was different because this song actually had lyrics versus like the other songs. <laughs> the but I was effects. like, <laughs> yeah, girl. <laughs> so I was like, I, I want to try to find that particular song. Um, also, Gia. Yeah, this was the point where I realized that a woman must have written this script. And then I realized that a that it was uh, women directed and women, ri- women written. So I appreciated that because I could tell at some points it was from a female perspective <laughs> or just, you know. A man didn't have anything to do with it, which is great, but um, no shade. Um, <laughs> All the shade. When, when Gia was uh, talking, when Sydney was like, oh, I, it's so funny watching people have these conversations because you're like, oh, Lord, that is middle school where you're like, oh, do you like so-and-so? Okay, why do you? <laughs> that was funny for me. But she was like, yeah, girl, he's he's great. He listens. You know, that's my boy or whatever. But I don't like him like that. You know, he's cool. But he's still a boy, though. So, like, don't get too into it. Don't get too excited. <laughs> and I say, yes, girl. That's correct. That's the correct answer. So that's how I know you a real friend. Because um, you would say that. But, yeah. So that was. Uh, but she was like, hey, Kona. She was about to tell him yeah, the she whole was story. Tell- I, was, I, I would have been mortified. <laughs> I would have just melted right. in a puddle. Just- <laughs> Sank into the sand. Like, girl, calm down. I just met you, first of all. Second of all, I just told you this one thing. That that wasn't for you to go share now. Right. Slow down. She was going to yell it to the whole island. I said, Dad, well, I just got here. What did you say, Andrea? I said everyone was going to know. Oh, yeah. I, a mess. But, um, and then, yeah, this part was the point where I remembered this movie. When she, so she was bleeding. I was like, okay, I remember her bleeding from her face. That was, the only, <laughs> that was the only part I remember about this movie. But then, did the drowning, did it remind y'all of, like, Ring of Endless Light or something? I don't know. It seemed uh, like she I was having an experience movie. down there. <laughs> like, okay. I think, I think she was supposed to be having mm-hmm. an experience down there. Mm-hmm. Was supposed to connect to later events we will learn about later. Yes, yes. Gia takes Sydney to her mom's house to help her, where Sydney realizes her board is broken. Gia's mom tells her that the board belonged to Sydney's mom. At home, after spending the day with Gia's mom, Sydney admits to her parents that she went surfing. Her dad and Gia's mom argue about why he hasn't told Sydney about her mother. The next day, Sydney asks Kona if he can take her to the old plantation house, where later Sydney finds her mom's old room. At night, Gia and Kona take Sydney to a party to see the whales. Gia's mom tells Sydney about her how her mother died. After being open about his feelings to his wife, Sydney's dad tells Sydney about her mom and tells her that she can do what he, she wants with the property. Um, so I wrote, these white people are white people, egg. And I think this was, <laughs> I think this was because of the way Sydney's mom, set mom, like ignored Gia's yes. mom when they walked in. Yes, <laughs> like, that was rude. That was okay, rude. okay, good. Yes, because I all of that, all of that. Mm-mm. I did not like that at all. So it was like, okay, well, this is consistent with how you acted before. So I, le- I guess good for keeping threads of the plot together. <laughs> and like, I was surprised when she said, thank you, really. Cause I, I mean, yeah. she barely, Gia's mom is standing there on the wall 
Mm-hmm. And she barely is even looking at her. Didn't say not one thing. Doesn't acknowledge her at all. That was my rude. And Gia's mom is everything. She's one of my favorite people in this whole movie. Oh, absolutely. I mean, she, I mean not, not a lot to choose from, but. <laughs> no, I loved her. She was, she was one of probably my favorite characters ever. Like, the only character that makes sense in all of the decoms we've watched so far. <laughs> She was like, girl, stop feeling sorry for yourself and get up. I said, whoop. <laughs> Tell her. Right. The first thing she said when she woke up, she said, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Love the contrast to the daddy. Because, you know, the daddy would have been like, oh, Lord. Her her whole face is gone. It's like, sir, it was just it was just a cut. Like, just chill out. But I loved her. her <laughs> I loved her home. Everything was super cool. The fact that she had a surf board shop like she was repairing stuff in the back like that was really cool Hello? did you notice one okay so the cat the cat was hers because you see it sitting in the chair mm-hmm. and then did you notice I all did the not little notice that. Yes. oh yeah it was yep. her cat and then it was all this mystical music like they were tr- having her be so magical yeah. when you saw her first her character appear so which is like mm, I felt about that that's true that's a good <laughs> Although point the Hawaiian people got to be magical I don't know yeah Anybody is not white is <laughs> magical. I miss it. Luckily, they didn't do the magical Negro, magical person of color thing. Even though, well, no, I feel like they did. They do it now. Like, now they, they, they kind of did. Yeah. Now that no, I, I feel like they did. Dang, y'all, they did. Now that you, now that we're talking, I'm like, dang. Yeah. All right. I mean, well, even the plinkety plinkities, um, <laughs> whatever the sound. Like every single time you see one of them, there's there's the that music either Gia or her mom. Uh, yeah, I feel like they did that. And then, and then the the mom helps them get to a place of acceptance, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and realization and healing, whatever. I kept. But I'm jumping myself, ahead. Well, yeah, I kept reminding myself that uh, Camilla, Be- not Camilla Bell, Sydney is supposed to be half native. So I said, <sighs> okay. So, cause she just, doesn't she look like she is? What are you talking about, girl? I mean, she her daddy side came out several times. I said, well, <laughs> never mind. This is really hard for me to remember because you acted a fool. But yeah, I yeah, I didn't want it to be so. But yes, that was aggravating. Y'all could just get a therapist, but that's fine. No, no, we no, no, absolutely not. The way that she Sydney knew nothing about girl. her mom. Like nothing. And, you know, we can see from the outside why the dad's so overprotective because we have that background. And also because we didn't watch 511 DCOMs. So (laughs) we, it's only so many plots they can pick from for, you know, (laughs) motives for these parents. But I just can't imagine growing up like that and, and not knowing, like, what do you know about your mom? Anything? Mm -hmm. Because I just, it didn't seem like the dad talked about her at all and his way of coping with, the trauma of the mom dying, but it just, there's no way this cannot go badly. You know, like right. there's no way that this cannot go badly. And then she's 13. Oh, we had another moment. She said, I'm 13. I'm old enough. Another mm-hmm. one of those. But I mean, she, she should have known something, you know, there's something to understand about her mom or the mom's past the mom's heritage. It felt like also because of the trauma of the, the death that she knew nothing about like her Hawaiian side either. Yeah. Mm, which that's the part I that mean, bothered me. 
Yeah, yeah. she like nothing. She knew absolutely nothing. So a whole section of like who I mean, it's not as believable because the main character is looks very white, but a whole section of her life, her history, it was just gone. And that was the dad deciding, kind of like when, like, oh, okay, you 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 don't need this. So I'm going to decide for you that you will mm-hmm. not have this and understand this part of your life. So that I did not like. And I really didn't like the way that the dad talked to her after she had came back home with the, uh, not the stitches, but the injury on her head. And <clears throat> the, even the convo with the stepmom, I personally didn't like it so much either because I feel like I wrote down a quote. He treats me like a piece of glass, like I'm going to break. And it felt like the stepmom was kind of excusing the dad's overprotectiveness. But I also wonder if maybe she doesn't feel like she can really speak on it or it's not her place. And, and she's also not like her, her real mom. So I wondered if that made it harder for her to kind of explain what was going on. And she felt like she had to defend the dad. But I feel like they, you know, that could have conversation could have gone better. Like her, the stepmom acknowledging, oh, this is how you're feeling. And we're sorry. And this is something that should change. As opposed to, yeah, adults get upset about things or they worry. Or your dad worries. He's always worried. It's like, yeah, there's worrying. And then there's just like this level of overprotectiveness that's leading towards controlling. It's not going to help this girl anywhere in life. See, I told you I had a lot of thoughts about the dad. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here nodding, leaning into the microphone as if you can hear me nodding. But <laughs> right. for, uh-huh. for those who can't see me, I am agreeing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wrote down Elizabeth can go. <laughs> she, I'm sorry, her eyes were distracting. And yeah, to your point, now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, I, I feel like it was probably, I can't remember in which order you said the options, but it probably, she probably felt like she couldn't speak on it because it's like a touchy subject and she's not the mom. And even the dad won't acknowledge it. So it's like, I'm just, it's hard, I'm just right? here. What can you say if you're, if your husband, who is the dad to this kid, has not even told her, then do you, are you the one that can open that can of worms? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But that's why I said she should have known something. So, oh, yeah. Like the, I'm thinking of um, Harry Potter when he said, you told me my parents died in a car crash. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This is what I had. A intense okay. Flashback to, okay, I'm done now. I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> The longer this movie went on, I was like, wow, we really got spoiled with Nick from Smart House because this is awful, like awful, awful parenting. I, I don't know how long he thought he was going to keep it secret. I guess it, I don't know. I guess he and didn't he, know about the will. Oh, go ahead, Brittany. No, I just, you can go. I just have so no, many. <laughs> it makes no sense. And like you said, he whisked her, like as soon as it happens and like he whisked her away to Chicago or wherever. So Basically she would never stole her from her family. family. Right. right. It's just like they could have raised her. I mean, she probably would have been well off because we see the kind of life she has now. Like, she was afraid. She just, I think that at that point, she said she just wanted to be a part of something, not stuck on the outside. Like, all these things. It was like, whew. There's okay. a lot going on there. I felt You're... so sad for her. This child felt like she was stuck on the outside her entire life. Her whole 13 years. She was always on the outside. Like, imagine feeling that, and then your parent is still like, no, you can't, like, don't do this, because you might get hurt. 
And then you could kind of see, though, how she was kind of worried. She was like, is it the job? Is it mm-hmm. this? Is it that? Like, she seemed also anxious. So I'm like, you are overprotective and worried. And now your child is also worried. So she learned that from you mm-hmm. because you have not dealt with these things. And now you're passing along, you know, this worry to your kid that she didn't need either. Right. Exactly. Like, just because you can't deal with something, you still have a responsibility, to be honest with your kid. I know people don't feel like kids and teenagers deserve, like, respect or communication, but they're humans, too. So teenagers that don't get respect in communication are adults that don't give respect or Mm. know how to communicate. Oh, tell them, Andrea. Naps. Okay. Like, (laughs) she she deserves to know who she is and where she comes from. And so I just I'm really irritated by this white man. Uh, <laughs> preventing her from doing this I don't like how he looked at Gia's mom when he did acknowledge her presence exactly. she had this exactly. angry look I exactly. said wait a minute wait exactly. a minute and they it's had cool. all this history that was his wife's best friend right right like, mm. you don't think this she's trying to do it too by them being yes white yeah it made it it made everything worse <laughs> just... all the racism behind everything like you gotta speak to it i wonder how he explained it yeah i had a lot of questions like i wonder when they got when he and the stepmom got together because it seemed like they had been together a long time so i was like was this a rebound relationship did he did he they get together because of his grief like what was going on there when did he talk to elizabeth about the whole thing i don't know but then also as we the part later where um Sydney is reading her little book in her robe or whatever about the mom's accomplishments. I said, um, your mama was that girl. So, you know, she could do everything, basketball, <laughs> surfing, tennis. So how does she end up with this man who's always wearing loafers and khakis? Like, where, <laughs> how, did, how did y'all get together? I need you to explain that because he did not deserve her. I'm sorry, from the little we know about her mama. So I said, that's true. I don't, did he just become this way after her death or was he always an aggravating? Like, I, I don't know. I need some flashbacks or something because mm. it had a lot of Ripple's questions. Prequel. Girl. I, um, I also feel like the conversation that the dad has with Sydney and I, what is supposed to be the reconciliation moment was, was trash. That was not like, what, what, <laughs> what was that? First of all, you didn't apologize at all Mm. you I don't know if he really even fully acknowledged his overprotectiveness and how that Mm. has impacted her life he saw he said you have she had a grace and you have a grace and it radiates and I see a lot of her in you and then he said (laughs) it's your decision and this is where I got confused because I didn't understand that the property was left to her so I said well, why are they giving her all of this responsibility? You're asking a for a literal child to decide the fate of these acres of land. But, I mean, I, I didn't realize at this point it was because it was left to her. So I just thought the dad was also just kind of like, it's not my fault. Like, it's yours now. <laughs> and it felt like it's a lot of pressure to put on this kid when, first of all, she just found out how her mom died. Mm-hmm. And, two, she's just learning about who her mom was like she knew nothing and now you want her to make these really really big decisions i felt like that too i i am um, i know that gia's mom was coming from a good place but then when she was talking about forgiving i at least like that she said for yourself but i also still feel like that's a lot when you just found out 
what happened? There was a lot to tell a child, like to forgive when you also just told her how her mom died. And then the same like conversation said forgive. Yeah, they had to pack a lot into <laughs> it's a, like five it's pieces of dialogue. 30, so 30 they're, seconds like, of they're like, get to the core of the movie. But yeah, the dad was like, This decision belongs to you. I was like, Yeah, duh. <laughs> we already right. know that. That's you didn't have to tell me that. I was like, <laughs> This is the best thing they've done this whole movie was let this girl decide what she wants to do with her family's mm-hmm. um, essentially history and legacy. Yeah. So, I mean, he stole it from her. And, you know, I'm just getting all those. This white guy stole her history. <laughs> so I was very, very sensitive to that. The best yeah. thing he did was let her choose what she wanted to do with the property. <laughs> oh, he, he kept her away from her heritage just because you wanted to run away from your own pain and grief. I'm like, you know, that's unforgivable. So... I don't know. My relationship with my dad would be ruined for the rest forever. I don't know. Yeah, I it would take a while. Him. I could never trust him. It would take a while for me to feel okay with him. And even still, I always be giving him a side eye. Like, okay. Even though, so I did enjoy the conversation. I know, Brittany, you usually point out the eavesdropping. So when she was eavesdropping, I thought of you. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Gotta always got to point out the eavesdropping kid. That part, but I thought honestly, I thought for a decom, I thought that conversation was like pretty well done, to be honest. Like the way in which it was shot and captured and all that. I was like, ooh, and I was into it. I said, ooh, the drama. Let me get the tea. <laughs> I felt like I felt like I was sitting. I said, ooh, and as soon as they um what is it, Ben, Bob, whatever. And Elizabeth got into it and Sydney went back in her room. She said, uh-uh, that's too much for me now. I got to go back to sleep because <laughs> I was like, I feel you. Um, but I, I like that Elizabeth did say like, because he said, I didn't even know you were there. And she was like, that's part of the problem. I said, ooh, ooh. I we know. Finna, I said, well, <laughs> we finna get into it. Here we go. We finna get into it. But she was through. And she was like, how am I supposed to fight a ghost? I said, Yeah, ooh. I wrote that down too. I, I they, There was some quotes in there that were good in this movie. Mm-hmm. There was there's a few, but it was a couple quotes <laughs> I wrote down, and that was one of them. Girl, that's I couldn't even. I I don't know if I could have a relationship after that, like unless you were taking some real action steps toward healing, because otherwise, because again, we don't know how long they were together and how long this has been like a thing, or has it shown up in other ways while they were at home, or is it just because now they're in Hawaii, all this stuff is coming back? I don't know. I needed a, like you said, Andrea, I need a prequel, a backstory, something. I don't know. But, yeah, the fact that your father lies to you. Why do these parents think that their lies won't catch up with them? Like, do they really think they're able to lie people's entire lives? Like, right. <sighs> I don't know. It's really sad. Why, and why wouldn't she ask, what, what would she do when she asks about her mom? Because that's going to happen. It's inevitable. But then he was like, well, what do you want to know? Sir, if you don't just get to talking, like, <laughs> now the Start from the beginning. The responsibility is still on her. Because now you're saying you got to ask specific questions. Exactly. Just talk. Just exactly. communicate. Like, you're the only, unfortunately, you're the only one who can share my mother's legacy with me. Please start. I was born this year. Start four, five years before that. Thank you. I just, and just think about the fact that she had no more living relatives. She, you took her away. I just. It's making me mad just sitting here. I'm over it. I, you know what? My rating. Woo! It's so we about to get a negative five. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think she said when they got to the house, she was like, I remember being here. 
because I think she was two or three. Oh, yeah. Mom yeah. Died, maybe. She looked out the window and she said this was her bedroom. I don't know. I wonder how the family reacted. Like, I wonder if he even said I'm leaving. Like, I feel like he just took her in the swooped her up at night and just took a, took a flight. <laughs> escaped. Did, I did tell like, anybody. I feel like that's what he did. I also feel like that's what he did. It's just so rude. I was going to say something else, but I can't even. I forgot. I, so I know, right? I Isn't it awful? <laughs> I just, there's so many things wrong. And I mean, and for the parent, like uh, Johnny's parent and Johnny Tsunami, he had a lot of issues that he needed to work through. You could obviously see that, that on his parent parenting style but even that i feel like i i can feel a slight more more empathy for him as opposed to this dad i mean it's got to be the dynamic it's got to be the dynamic too the microaggressions thrown in there yeah (laughs) i'm sure yeah because at least johnny knew his grandfather and he still had a relationship it was like there's something right right even though pete kept throwing shade he did. When really, you're a read. You didn't steal his history though. from him. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's true. And here, oh, Sydney knew nothing. That's what I was going to say. At the Even at the beginning of the movie, I was caught off guard. Because again, I didn't remember anything except her bleeding. So when he, they opened the scrapbook and she was like, they saw the picture. She was like, dad, is that mom? And he like had a spasm. I don't, he didn't even like answer her question. He was just like, I, I, it's just like. And the fact that she didn't even recognize her mom. So not you that haven't was said anything. Wild. You haven't shown her pictures. She that has no clue wild. what her mom looks like. Like, are you joking? I have forgotten yeah. about that. That didn't make any sense. I, I said the same thing. It was like, wow, she doesn't even know what her mom looks like. That's crazy. I mean, I just, I see it as like, clearly this, this was so traumatic for him. That's And then the way he dealt with it, he said, I'm putting it in a box and I will never, ever Mm-hmm. anything connected to her i will never think about it i will never but i still feel like that has to impact your like your relationship with your daughter because if it's that painful for you to think about her then when your daughter reminds you of her how mm-hmm. are you viewing your daughter and then also how can you have a relationship with someone else i when when mm-hmm. so much of you is tucked in a box that you, you know what i mean you can't be honest about that part because it's too mm-hmm. painful. So how deep is this relationship that you have with now your current wife? I was thinking too hard about this, but yeah, this is Girl. and I wasn't even thinking that hard because I just watched this movie right before, but this is all the <laughs> stuff that this was like, my therapist brain talking, but no, we need yeah. this perspective. Cause they opened up a can of worms but like didn't go deep enough into it. So then you're like, This is a tragic tale. Like it yeah, is. and then they want us to um just be like, oh, okay, the dad's fine because he had this walk right. with her and right. in the right. in the garden. <laughs> <laughs> they sat on the bench and she said, Girl. no one else can tell you what you can do with this. You, right. it's your decision, Sydney. The walk to remember, but I'm just like, I, I, I was over it. But also, I mean, to your point, Brittany, like if I was Elizabeth, I'd be like, Girl, I'm gone. Like, Sydney, best of luck to you. <laughs> I gotta go. But also, like, the... um. When she was telling her story, like the dad didn't even know what happened either. So he couldn't have told her, which also irritated me because her mom was like, yeah, he didn't even want to know the story. Like as soon as he heard she was dead, like he was just like, I'm gone. So I'm like, I I just, I don't know. That irritated me too. at least figure out what happened to you. I would be like, if someone told me like my spouse was gone or something happened, I'd be like, what happened? I want to know what the story was. Like, 
I don't know. There was stuff happening before. I feel like before that even occurred. I know that was like the inciting incident, but he seemed to have some stuff going on before then. I don't know. That really irritated me. The fact that he didn't even want to know what happened to his wife. Can we also talk about this uh, whale party? I was just going to say, like, <laughs> oh, go yeah. for it. Because that's why I need to know Kona's backstory because he over here translating for Sydney yes. and I said, are you from the islands? Like, where did you live? I just, who are you? Who are you? Where, where's your family? I mean, there are white people. He could have been born and raised in Hawaii. That's very possible. It's possible. It's yeah. just, it I guess it's just hard for me to see a white person in these movies <laughs> and connect them to like the actual being from that place because usually they're not they're coming from somewhere <laughs> else coming in i mean J- johnny tsunami had like he had like two friends i think they was white too yeah they were both white yeah. but they weren't out here translating things at a whale party <laughs> <laughs> i'm done uh also the kiss was so awkward it was so awkward yeah, it was. <laughs> it was, he paused in the middle of his story <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what the story was about, and it, it just happened. And I was like, okay. Well, I was annoyed because she didn't again consent. She didn't ask for that. She said, "What happened next, <laughs> sir? That wasn't the time <laughs> for you to." Do. I mean, she was okay with it, I guess. But I was like, okay. Even though, again, like, uh, Kona didn't bother me as a character. I mean, they could have kept that, whatever. But I said, you know what? Fine. Decon, I guess you just gotta force it. So I don't know if they're contractually obligated to do that in every movie where there's a boy and a girl who like each other. Do what you need to do. But yeah, that was super awkward with two awkward characters. But I didn't, I didn't yeah. think, I didn't. Kona didn't annoy me as much as Greg did. Oh, and yeah, no, Greg, so. Greg was no, yeah, Greg was very annoying. Uh, also, when uh, Gia was teaching Sydney how to dance. See, I'm like, you could tell she don't know her heritage because she wasn't getting yeah. that move right. Gia no. had it, though, but Sydney was, I don't know what was going mm-hmm. on there. Now, you know how some people <laughs> clap on the one and the three. <laughs> <laughs> That's what was happening there. That was my favorite scene, honestly, beside the drama of the them calling the daddy out, which he didn't get it as much as he should have. But I actually liked this scene. I was like, okay, cool. They're yeah, having fun, especially fun. the the man and the woman dancing and not, you know, minding their own business, not having anything to do with white people. I said, look at them. They, <laughs> no stress. They just get they were getting it. I said, yes, y'all, y'all better come. And then the grandma, the the older person, the elder telling the story to the little kids. I was like, oh, oh yeah, that was I like that. But yeah, yeah I that wanted was a fun to- scene. But yeah, them whales. I said, wow, this is a beautiful green screen. <laughs> the whales, okay. I wrote down, the whales looked so fake that they were unrecognizable, almost unrecognizable. I looked up and I said, what is that blue thing? <laughs> it, it was rough, man. In the, two, in the 2000, it was rough. Rough times for technology. I completely forgot about those whales, so my brain blocked that out for my sure. own good. There were a few times, so I was like, they were looking over a vast landscape, and I said, wow, shout out to the computer technicians <laughs> for this <laughs> particular scene. Um, okay, so speaking of her talent, Gina, not Gina, Gia's mom telling her what happened to her mom or whatever. Um, 
where it seemed like she got angry real fast like it was a switch of emotion and i but she was like i hate her for not thinking about not thinking about me when she was out there in the current and i said well she was caught in a current uh, right. number one but two like i i understand her being frustrated at everything that's happening but did y'all think that was weird did y'all notice that she just got yeah. mad all of a sudden i chalk that up to the acting levels so <laughs> i didn't i didn't think too much about it you're I, asking too much out of that little girl i think that there, like this scene and then the next scene from the next part that Andrea's going to read where there was some kind of conflict. I was like, mm, what's going on here? This felt like it went from zero to 100. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I can see it making sense. I can see it making sense in, I guess, wondering if you don't have information about your mom, but you know you had a mom and you know something happened to her and she's no longer here and you kind of think you have memories of her. I could see just like creating in your head, okay, I'm going to make up my own stories about what my mom was like or what happened to her just because you don't have anything. So you just have to invent it. And then maybe this conversation shattering all the things you came up with. So then I could see her getting mad from that immediately. I just think it was an acting problem as well. <laughs> like a different kid <laughs> would have been able to sell that. And for me, I was just like, <laughs> okay. Okay, uh, Sydney. <laughs> but I'm a I'm a go yeah. with y'all on that because I was she got on my nerves. I said, wait a minute. I know you're not blaming your mom for her own death, <laughs> and on like the drop because you know as someone who doesn't know how to swim, I was like, what's happening? But my understanding is that if you get caught in a current, you're supposed to like chill out, otherwise you're going to get caught further. Or if you're I drowning, you're supposed to like There's swim perpendicular or something. There's no amount of swimming you can do if you get caught in a current like that. Because at that okay. point, you don't even know where the surface is and where the, the floor is. So Okay, that makes sense I, to me. I don't know what I'm talking about then. Ignore that. I don't I, can, <laughs> I don't know anything about water. So. Yeah, so I no was like, maybe... <laughs> well, I have heard that, what you said, Brittany. Like, you're supposed to, like, not flail about and, like, you know, be extra. Like, I would do. So, <laughs> just Unfortunately, so I'm like, that's <laughs> all I know. <laughs> Right. I'm just like, oh, I'm terrible in an emergency situation, but especially with water involved. So I'm like, maybe she thought that her mom was supposed to do something with swimming to save her life or some while. I don't know. Because then I'm like, the the dad is real. I don't know. The dad acted like he was the only person who was traumatized by the situation. Like her best friend was out there with her. When exactly. this happened. So, like, you have a lot of nerve. I don't know. You know what? Let me stop talking about the daddy because he doesn't even deserve all this energy and breath that I, <laughs> I'm exerting. <laughs> and I was also mad at Sydney because she went in the room and ripped up her mom's picture. I said, girl, that's the yeah. only picture you have of your mother. Exactly. Are you? You, you she lost it. I'm sorry. Well, that I mean, <laughs> I'm sure she would regret that after the fact. But in the moment, I can understand how she's just angry. Because, like, if you, yeah. I'm, like, again, whatever she might have invented, it seems like that surfing was preventable. Like, I can see her thinking that was preventable. You didn't have to go surfing that day. Like, you could have just stayed home. And then if you had stayed home, then you'd still be here. So, I can see, I can see that anger. But I feel like that's her dad's talking. I feel like that's what her dad has taught her. Right. If you didn't do this, this bad thing would have ha- wouldn't have happened. I mean, well, it is. I mean, it is. But also at the same time, I could see her coming to that conclusion herself, too, because it's like she wants a mom and 
than not have. I mean, I think it's even worse because she didn't have anything. Like she, if she only got that one little photo, come on, sir. Like, (laughs) you know, so it's like she might have been watching this her whole life and she never fit in anywhere. You know, I could see her being very upset. Like you should have, you should be here if it was that. Like you didn't need to go surfing. So again, I can see, Mm -hmm. I can see why she would get angry and like rip the photo. Again, the acting just didn't sell it. Yeah, the transition. <laughs> what was her name? Camilla something. She tried. <laughs> she she did some there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, she did put the picture back together. She got some scotch tape and said, let's get it together. Also, she was on the little computer. She was making uh, the little collage. And she had the repair function. And I said, not them using, like... <laughs> This Photoshop as a representation of her healing. I was, I died. When (laughs) they repair, I fell out. I said, I got to pause this. I'm done. (laughs) Full circle, Jackson, full circle. But the fact that the only way, but it also made me sad because the only way she has any tie to her family is through this fake photo collage. I was like, this is so sad. It's like, what do you even talk about with your dad? You know, I just feel like this relationship she spends the next 13 years, years of her life at Gia's mom's house is what she does. Right, right. They might as well just adopt her. So when they went to the house, I was like, oh, cool. They on the horses. Again, I like these horses better than the ones in Xenon. I'm sorry. Um, I, <laughs> but we have a lot of horses in Disney. I don't know. It's very because interesting. Because 13-year-old girls love horses. Can I tell you my favorite show oh my was God. The Saddle Club at the time? <laughs> so I was into it. Not I loved the it. Saddle Club. Loved the Saddle Club. I did. That is true. That is like, I don't know if it's a meme, but like, you know, the little binders we used to have where people would customize it with little pictures and stickers and stuff. I feel like that's a trope for like teenagers to have like horse stickers and stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah, they went to the house and they were running around. I thought the floor was going to fall in and one of them <laughs> was going to die. I was so nervous. I was like, y'all, this is an abandoned home. They were running home. from that scene last so long. <laughs> so long. They kept yes. running through do- rooms and rooms. Yes. And I said, again, I was like, are they going to find a dead body? <laughs> like, I have too much, too much CSI and I haven't even watched the shows anymore, but I couldn't. It's the music and the way they have the <laughs> camera angle. I said, something really bad is going to happen. Oh, God. And then, yeah, and then it was not bad at all. No, I don't know why they went that direction can you imagine you running around somebody like grandma is that you like that would have taken a turn <laughs> okay but also i did laugh when the dad said um it's the only thing i'll give the debt when he said i'll never see this kind of money again being a professor i said well <laughs> that's not lying there <laughs> but that's it the next day the other kids shun sydney because she is ca- selling the property she finds Gia at the beach where Gia reveals that she and her mother plan to befriend her so she wouldn't sell the property. They fight and Sydney declares that she will sell the property. After going to the bank, Sydney goes looking for Gia and her mom and her mom apologizes for trying to trick Sydney into staying. When looking for Gia, Sydney realizes that she's at the beach she likes to go to when she's upset. Sydney sees Gia's board in the water, grabs it, and swims out to save her. On the beach, Sydney reveals that she is not selling the property, and the movie ends with her taking pictures of her friends surfing. Hey. I like this. I love this ending because it, Gia and Kona are proof that boys and girls can be friends. It was it was very good. I liked that a lot. Yes. Okay. So at this point, 
I I remember the binoculars, but I did not remember they didn't like bring it up again. And the, it was supposed to be Gia's mom, right, with the binoculars. Yeah, that was my assumption. okay, okay, because they never explained it. it was, like it happened a couple of times, and then they just never really explained what was going on. So they might as well have not done that at all. Right, they didn't need it. <laughs> that makes it a different type of movie. But yeah, between the binoculars <laughs> and the cat. I don't know if the binoculars were ever shown in her house or something. I wasn't paying Ooh. really attention, but either I but don't remember person, at all. But I feel I like remember. at one point they zoomed out enough so you could see the or zoomed in enough so you could see the person's face. And it looked oh. like Gia's mom. Okay. Okay. But then I was like, did they train the cat to go up to her and be like, hey, I think, and then... I think they did. I think that's what you're supposed to assume. They trained the cat to lead her <laughs> to the shed. Yes. <laughs> Smart cat. I'm done. As I said, we needed more of that. Less of the dad. Okay, so again, so similar to what I was referencing with the acting, I feel like the conflict <laughs> between Gia and Sydney came out of nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. All of a sudden she said, she was talking and she said, wait a minute. <laughs> I can't even remember what she said, but it was just like, what are you talking about, Sydney? And then she starts going on about you Pretend to be my friend, and you only did that so I could, I don't know, stay here. And I'm just like, personally, I did not see that coming. So I was just as lost as Gia was at first. I said, Sydney, <laughs> you are making things up. Now you need to bring it. You're at a 10. You need to bring it down to a 2. <laughs> now you're just throwing out things. And then when Gia started to say, yeah, I was, I was really confused because I don't mm-hmm. feel like they set that up well in the movie. So me as a viewer did not understand that at all. And I still I didn't see it. No, I didn't see it. And I'm just like, what Sydney child. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I, that, I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what she was talking about. I don't know why she jumped to assuming that Gia and her mom <laughs> were plotting against her. There was nothing to indicate that in the entire movie. Absolutely. It was just it was it was <laughs> such a reach. And I was like, oh, that's real. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, wow. I thought. <laughs> Definitely not in who, who that conversation. Who would have like, <laughs> This came out of nowhere for me. I said, wait a minute. This is already too much. It's too traumatic and tragic. Now we have emotional manipulation. Like, what the levels <laughs> they went to in this movie? But also, it was like, Gia and her mom could be concerned about the resort without having to have the secret plot. Like, you know, like, it's girl is bigger than you. Why they don't want this resort to be here. It's not about you. Exactly. Exactly. This is when she, I was like, your daddy's side is coming out (laughs) again. Because (laughs) the way she was like, oh, so y'all going to do this. Well, guess what? I'm going to sell the whole resort. Y'all just going to have to deal with it. I said, wait a minute. We just jump. How do we jump there? Like, wait, do you, let's think about this first. Like, I know you're 12 or 13, but like. Let's try to think through this long-term, the long-term impact of this decision. But I don't know. She used her white, her white privilege uh, when she needed to. So I don't know. I wasn't mad at it though. Like, honestly, if that's what you need to do to save the land. Okay. I wasn't mad. That was true. Exactly. Exactly. But still they did not make, there was nothing in Gia or her mother that would make me believe that they would try to emotionally manipulate this child. Exactly. And they just threw that, that in not, there out nothing. of nowhere. That was poor writing, poor act. Like, it was just bad. Like, <laughs> they really just said, let's, if, if 
We don't have enough drama. Ten minutes left. Let's throw this conflict in here, too. <laughs> it was enough drama with everybody believing that she was selling the property. They didn't need anything else. They right. didn't have to add that that stuff. Right. It, it, it brought nothing to the story. And Mm-mm. But I did like when Gia said, oh, okay, so my what I said is a lie, but, but what you said is fine. <laughs> <laughs> like yes, point out that don't point out that hypocrisy because she needs to see that because she did lie about being a surfer. She's like, well, no, I never said I could surf. I said, no, girl, you know you, you lied. Did. You did. Sydney, you know you lied. Now assumed. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. Even hey, though, you... oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say my rating changed in this moment during this fight. <laughs> I had a rating in my mind, and then in this moment, my rating changed. It was fine until then. It was like okay. Cool, you know, bland, but cool. <laughs> but but now y'all want to just, I don't know. I don't know what the issue, I don't know why they decided to do that. But even if you, okay, so looking back, the only thing I could see was part of the plan was the cat maybe. But I was like, I feel like cats do what they want to do, so whatever. But They definitely do, also- I can confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but also the part when Sydney runs into her on the bike, I was like, I could see her mate, like maybe that if you, I guess if you rewatch knowing what you know, I could see seeing that scene and being like, okay, I could see how maybe she bumped into her on purpose, but that's the only part that gives me pause or like, that would be like, okay, sure. They set it up then. But at the time I'm like, nothing seemed weird about it. Right. So I, it's, I, I it's don't It's also, know. this is your, this is the daughter of your mom's best friend. Mm-hmm. So like wouldn't you be curious you know and I mean it seems like Gia knows more about Sydney's mom than Sydney has ever learned from her mm-hmm. dad mm-hmm. so I just feel like it would make sense that you would want to know the daughter of your best friend and then you want your daughter to also know her I just I don't sense anything mm-hmm. at any point them not being genuine mm-hmm. and I, I was like okay well Sydney just like frustrated because she don't know what to do, so she just throwing these emotions out and trying to blame Gia mm. when she really mad at herself or her dad. I don't know. I'm just like, girl, you are doing the most. <laughs> you only got one friend. It's the only friend you ever had. Exactly. In your entire ever. life. Ever. And now you're out to push her away. <laughs> Actually, the only one other thing. And I she mean, said I she hated her. Well, yeah, that was. See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it came I came out of nowhere. Um for that level of emotion, it was like again, how did you go from zero to a hundred? Yeah, like you just had this conversation. I guess one question I did have earlier in the movie was the fact that Gia I like Gia, but she was hella pushy, especially about her surfing. And so I was like, that's kind of weird, but you know, I'll let it go. Cause that just seems to be her character. She's like, Yeah, girl, right. come on, I want you to take risks. Even though I would have been like, you know. You seem real scared. I don't want to take scared people out into the water to do an extreme sport because I don't know how you're going to react. But I understand she was helping to push her out of her comfort zone and all that stuff. So that was the only other thing. I was like, oh, well, maybe that's why she kept like pushing her to do things. But again, they didn't establish it well enough where that made sense. But also, it wasn't like they did anything to her. It was like, hey, exactly. here's an experience we want you to have. So yes. you'll think about this and make a different decision. Exactly. I, I don't mm. know. And they didn't fully Good explain point. to her. Maybe I missed it. They didn't really fully explain like what the impact would be. I mean, they mentioned like it's not going to be the same and the whales are going to leave. <laughs> I, I was annoyed though because Sydney had no voice anywhere. 
she was already soft spoken and kind of timid, but like at home she couldn't do anything. Then when she she went to try to talk to uh, Gia's mom, she cut her off before she could say anything. I was like, if y'all don't let this girl just speak for just <laughs> one minute straight, like let her just explain. Because the friends, they were like Brink's friends when he okay, went down to the pier. Okay, was funny. They was fake. <laughs> uh, they were like Gia, that's your friend. We all know her, so fine. But at least give. But also, how did they? How did they legally put that in the paper? That's what I was saying well, because it true. didn't happen, so they lied. The paper is just writing stuff well, now. What did the headline say? Because it might have been a lie. It might have been an embellishment that it they was like get away a new with. resort coming <laughs> or something like well, that. Yeah, I mean, if it where and everybody just assumed where. That's not on the newspaper. If they didn't but specify they the, the location, well, yeah, it had the picture. They had the picture of the what the development, the not, yeah. not the actual <laughs> plantation. New plantation resort. Can you imagine? As well. I'm sorry, I could not get over their use of plantation. Um, just threw it around, just every chance they got. Yeah, but anyway, they were just like, "Yeah, we don't really mess with you anymore." And I was like, "Dang, at least let her explain." But I. The the part with the real estate folks again, I did enjoy the shots from below. Yeah, the shots from below making them seem more menacing. I was like, okay, cameraman, do what you do. Um, and I did like the lighting in some scenes. I'm I'm trying to pull some <laughs> where she was like in the dark, but it had the bars over her face, like the shadow. I do like when movies do that. I was like, yes. She's trapped. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't have a voice. She doesn't know who she is. I said, okay, you better work. But that, that's you, pretty much you it. You pull this stuff out. Like, you notice these things, like the bar, the bars, the shot. I would have never seen that. I would have never seen that. <laughs> okay. One semester. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I learned. But yeah, anyway, I'm glad she saved her. Gia, this was the part that I don't, well, I don't understand anything in the last 15 minutes. But Gia, why were you so upset that you're going to go essentially like do something weird and wild and dangerous just because of the conversation you had with Sydney? Like, that they said earlier that she goes there when she feels like she's really upset or something, like when her dad left and didn't come back or something. But not something like that. No, yeah, to surf. Like, she, she, like, your mom would kill you if she ever caught you. And to surf, yeah, they implied she said, that she was um, surfing. Right. She said she would never the surf water alone there. Smooth it out or something. Well, no, she said she would never surf there alone. Oh, she said that? Yeah. Cause she oh, was like, that. you go out. She was like, no, nah, I'll never go out there. She like says that she just comes to sit there. So I was like, how did this incident push you to go out in the water? She said, I'm losing my, our island is losing our land. This is a bad. Yeah. That is my deep uh analysis of that scene. You are well. bad. I'm sorry, I gotta go on you. I'm done. <laughs> oh god. Well there you go. That was and that's the movie. That's it. And here come Kona again, jumping in the water. Okay, with his broken arm. I know his arm was musty at the end of this movie. <laughs> that arm, it was itchy. Like, you know, when you got a cast on and you can't, like, I mean, I've never had a cast, but I've witnessed this from other people. 
and is you can't scratch and you're trying to get I, I know he had to be itchy i'm sorry he just had to be but he like disappeared for a long time like it took him a long time to show up i feel like they went to one specific location and he he went the other way and he was gone <laughs> yeah they they were like i'll go this way and you go that way and then i'm like this this is a really a good plan Mm-mm. but the other part when they uh earlier when they like panned over the rocks i said okay so who's gonna die next because <laughs> yeah it was so heavy foreshadowing but also when she saved her and brought her up on the board she was like what happened i said girl if y'all don't quit talking and get some medical attention her whole arm was bleeding exactly, I said, exactly. and then they but cheering that, <laughs> but kids are like that though kids kids don't take stuff like that seriously like if they if you're walking and talking they don't like their arm could be falling off it's it's fine it'll it'll fix itself kids kids are like that so that's realistic Mm-mm, not me i get one scrape excuse me <laughs> excuse me where's the ambulance come through Mm-mm. but i'm I'm glad they say she saved her because sydney i would not rely on you in an emergency but you oh, did I what see. you needed to do um kona was there he wasn't Kona. being irritating. Kona was there. I liked Gia and Kona's relationship a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just we just don't always have to have a romantic relationship between boys and girls. We just yes. don't always have to have that. Yes, I agree. See, it's possible, y'all. <sighs> I don't even know why that's still a conversation, you know, in life. But we were there. I don't know why Sorry, she needs- Get me started. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, sorry. That's a that's a bonus episode. <laughs> um, did she really need to bring the contract to the beach to show she didn't yeah, sign to it? Yeah, to everybody because they didn't believe her when she told them. So she needed proof that she didn't sign it. I was like, I just like fine. I hope that's not the only copy you have, just for posterity purposes. <laughs> With the little tabs on it and stuff. That wasn't a photocopy. That was the actual original document. Because I don't trust mm-hmm. the developers. I, I wouldn't put it past them if they signed it themselves after she left. I mean, they were ready. They had the sh- not the champagne, the sparkling <laughs> cider or whatever poured already, had the pen and everything prepped. They are they had already sold the, the land. Yes, exactly. That was too much. And and Bo, again, I wish Bo had really had more speaking line or speaking lines had more lines in the movie because all every scene he was just looking disapproving yeah that you was know he did not role. he was not here for any of this not mm-hmm. at all i was wondering like okay how are they gonna pay for all this like <laughs> what is their life gonna be but you know that's just the adult part of me like oh lord what is the plan but it's fine they're about to learn how to work the uh the, back to the, crop <laughs> the plantation what yeah go the out beginning? there like i said we got pineapples we got corn Girl, what Sugar. if, what if they? Well, no, because this movie came out after Johnny Tsunami. I was like, what if they produce the canned pineapples at the prep school? <laughs> Johnny, Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami's still at that school. If it's the next year, he's still there. Oh yeah, maybe they have fresh ones now that they in the segregation. I think they at least deserve some fresh pineapples. <laughs> Though, okay, the last thing, the only one, the uh, thing that I found interesting. I guess in the midst of it was the outfit change at the end. Like before both the, you know, the white people had their little business, uh, business cash, the little khakis and loafers and like collared shirts and all that. And then as soon as um 
Sydney didn't sign the contract. Both of them had the Hawaiian outfits yeah. on. They were barefoot. I said, oh, Lord, okay. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, Goodbye. yeah, you're so right at the end of the movie. Yep. I forgot about that. That's so true. They're sitting on the porch, no shoes, nothing. Just, I guess they've now, it was just bad. I'm not even going to try to make a, it was just awful. (laughs) I can't even justify it. No. I did not like them. They irritated me. They ruined this whole movie for me. I was so excited to watch this movie. (laughs) Well, I'm glad I had no expectations. La di da. I'm smart. (laughs) No, just because I had, just because I didn't remember it. That's the that's the only reason. I hope I don't. No, you don't. I'm joking. You don't have to explain yourself. That was great. I loved every moment of that. (laughs) I can't. This is a hostile work environment. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Should we get into cringe and feel good moments? Everything. The whole story, the whole plot line is cringe. The whole, (laughs) just in terms of parents lying about their children's heritage and trying to keep secrets and projecting trauma uh, onto, onto them. You know, the dad, whiteness in general, the yeah. the Disney Plus description of the <laughs> movie. Culture. Yeah, the Hawaiian culture, the real estate developers, the impact of tourism on the land, Sydney at some points. That's really the whole movie, huh, yeah, Jess? That's true. You said everything. You've listed the plot. So. <laughs> <laughs> Throw in the microaggressions. Mm-hmm. And I assume since you listed the plot, you have no feel-good mo- moments. The only feel-good moment I have is uh, the whale ceremony. Or not even a ceremony, <laughs> oh, the, the whale. Party. Would you call the, it a luau? Party. Is it technically a luau? I don't know. I don't want to uh, misuse that word. Using that word, exactly. Yeah, so just, just, just the, the whale party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not except for the kiss, except for her being <laughs> her acting skills, everything else. And, and minus the whales themselves. Everything else. <laughs> minus the actual whales. Oh. Okay, I will also I will put the microaggressions and how Sydney snapped real fast to Oh, I love it here. To I hate you and I'm going to sell your land. Now what? <laughs> Oh, if that ain't the most colonized, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's my cringe. And then feel good. I did like seeing. Um, I think it was cool to watch Gia teach, uh, Sydney how to surf, because it was cool to see Gia be able to surf well enough that she could teach somebody else. I like that she could surf. I would like to be her friend. And then, do I have any other feel good moments? I think I'm just gonna leave it at that. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm agree with you on the seeing girls surf. Yeah. And having conversations about things that aren't boys. I think that's the, isn't it the bestel, the bestel yeah, test? They, I, I have no idea what it's called, but yes, I know what you're talking about. Those are, yeah, the surfing was my feel-good moment. You, you guys said all the cringe, so I co-sign everything you guys said. You said all the things, so. Um, ratings. All right, I'll go first. I don't, I don't know why I let you guys keep getting away with this, but fine. So okay. I, up until that fight Gia and Sydney had, I was like five out of five. I love this. All the feels, the surfing and the island and all that stuff. That fight, when they tried to demonize Gia and her mom, um, mixed with all of the white stuff we had to deal with the whole movie that I was willing to forgive up until this point, 
I was like, I can't do this. This is awful. Why did they ruin this movie for me? <laughs> so my five dropped three, and I only kept it three because there were parts of the movie I liked with Gia and Kona and all that stuff and the surfing. But I was I was so irritated that they pulled in this storyline of, uh, of Gia's mom trying to manipulate her. It was completely unnecessary, and I, I, just, I couldn't do it. So three out of five for me. Jasmine, <laughs> what's your rating? It's in the negative. Now, I uh, I was going back to look at previous ratings because I don't want to give it more than movies I actually enjoy, you know, try to be <laughs> consistent. So like you, Andrea, there were some things I was willing to let slide because it wasn't bothering me too much. But then as the movie went on, I said, mm, I don't know. So I, I after our conversation and thinking about some things, I'm going to mm, I'm gonna give it a, a, a I'm gonna give it a two. Okay. No, I'm gonna give it a two point one for the <laughs> for the dancing for the dancing at the party. I'm gonna give it a two point one because I want to give them their their due. It so the thing is, it could have been a really, it could have been much better than what it was because it went yeah. way deeper than what I expected from this movie. Looking at the the description. Yes. But honestly, with all the foolishness, um, like you said, the twist that made no sense. And like you said, tried to demonize the people of color in the movie. Exactly. Let's not do that. Because, again, I was on their side. I said, yes, manipulate. If that's what we're going to go with, (laughs) manipulate her. Okay? Figure it out. Because we don't need any more resorts on Hawaii. Okay? We already talked about the forceful annexation and Johnny Tsunami. So if you want to read on that the links are in those show notes (laughs) so i won't get into that again because that grinds my gears to even think about oh but anyway the movie itself outside of the microaggressions and white people being white like (laughs) doing the things they do it felt like one long scene to me so it was almost it was also difficult for me to even take my notes because everything (laughs) blended together and i said why do i feel like this so anyway it was hard to break up the the summary Yeah. Okay. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. I'm also glad I wasn't the only one because I'm watching and I'm watching and I'm watching. (laughs) (laughs) And after a while, I just stopped taking notes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to give this movie a two. I think it was a, it was like a mostly enjoyable watch. Like it wasn't a movie I watched and I was like, this is dumb. Kind of how I felt with some parts of like genius maybe, or, you know, other movies that we have already mentioned but I I'm just really upset with the dad and I just can't I feel like I can't get past that and probably it's connected to the work I do that I'm just thinking about this kid and how this is impacting this child's life and development but just that you erased her mom from her life I just I can't get over that and I feel like it just ruins it just I can't ruin the whole thing you're a terrible character the whole movie Terrible, terrible character. Terrible choices. I was so disappointed. And, and the you, they tried to smooth over it and just be okay. like, oh, exactly. And they didn't even have just like a dad I, being a dad. It's just being a parent. Yeah, even the stepmom just saying, oh, he just worries. Like, no, there's worrying and there's controlling. And what you're doing is you're leaning towards controlling, and that's not okay. And so that's, I'm going to give it a two. And the two is honestly for like Gia and the mom. And the whale party and and the the 
lady reading the story to the kids, all the scenes of the beach, even though that was all not even Hawaii. That's what the two is going for. But if it had anything to do with the rest of uh, Sydney's family, no, that that knocked the rating way down. Yeah, it was bad. And that oh, sorry, and that twist where she's just like, I hate you. I'm yes. selling your land. Yes. Take that. It's so bad. That was wild. Ugh. Yeah. I think this is the first movie I was excited to watch that disappointed me. And I'm I am devastated. So <laughs> Girl. how will you begin to pick up the pieces? I, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> Jeez. That better not happen on the next one. I'm gonna be upset. I don't I don't wanna be disappointed. But also can I just say real quick that I know we talked about I mentioned Nick from Smart House before, but like the I'm I'm sure we're gonna come come up against this again. And I don't wanna have this conversation again about how we were so happy to see an actual parent do parenting because the bar for parenting is so low in these movies, especially for fathers. Like when are the we going to get tired under. of representing <laughs> fathers as just like mounds of flesh that just stand around <laughs> and don't actually get involved <laughs> with their children's lives? Like how, how many times are we going to do this Disney? I'm over it. I'm so tired. <laughs> anyway, it's probably, I would, I don't know anything about what Disney is doing right now, but it's probably better now that there's a looser, grip on traditional gender roles than there were as there were then so it's probably not as bad now as it was then even though i have not seen a movie since 2007 couldn't tell I'm you i'm gonna going say because like off the top of my head i'm thinking of movies that i like that were later and i feel like the most functional family that we see after up up and away is probably um cameron's family from twitches <laughs> Mm. And I know this because I watched this movie like three weeks ago during <laughs> Halloween. But I mean, that's a and that's a black family and extremely supportive, loving parents like and they got some money. Like it's it's just great. This is great representation. But I feel like besides that, I'm trying to think if there's any because even. And I think Clitches was like 2005. But even High School Musical, like the dad. The dad wants his son to play basketball and his son wants to sing. And yes, Troy Bolton is is a sellout. And I will talk about that on <laughs> the episode. Trash boyfriend, all those things. But still, the dad keeps pressuring his kid. So then you still have examples of like the dad. And then it's like not really a mom. I don't know what happened to Troy Bolton's mom. He She don't really show up. So I just, it's interesting. I don't know if it got that much better over the years. I feel like it's just like a convenient thing, right? Like, I feel like, oh, I don't know what to do. So here we go. Let's throw this into the plot. Well, High School Musical is also a really long time ago. I mean, when I say now, I mean like 2020, 2021 stuff. Oh, I don't know. Things are making... things are way different now than they were then. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'd have to look. I don't even know. I feel like there are remnants of it still. I mean... I'm not speaking about Disney specifically, but it's just like the whole, you know what? This is a podcast about one topic. So let me just chill because (laughs) that could turn into a whole thing about societal views of fatherhood. Write it in the the recap notes. No, I might have one link. (laughs) Okay. Anywho, well. but yeah, I just don't want to. I don't want to have to have this thought again moving forward because I'm already irritated. This he might be the. I hope he's the worst parent we have to deal with because I don't know if I could deal with worse. 
you know, and I and I thought that we had seen the worst parent, and yet it was topped by this movie, and I didn't see it coming. Mm-mm. I didn't see me it either. Coming. I did not see it coming at all. It's cold, totally blindsided. Yeah. Uh, if anybody deserves to be stabbed, but it's fine because I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not condoning violence, audience members. <laughs> I'm just saying you'll have to listen to our up, up, and away, or no, rather our Johnny Tsunami episode. To learn more about that, I, will, I believe it's uh, episode seventeen. <laughs> you want to oh, go back Lord, and take a numbers. listen? Put it in the show notes. Sorry, Andrea. That's all I have to say about this movie. I'm done. I'm done. I didn't remember it. I hope I re- can remove this from my memory as we move forward. <laughs> Me too. Thanks for facilitating. You took one for oh, the this team. This was all fun and games <laughs> until now. All fun and games, all man. Fun and games. You know, I haven't gotten to a movie that I was disappointed in. Thirteenth oh, year was worse than I thought. <laughs> yes, but I but see, I didn't. But the ones that I loved, I still love, and like even the really bad ones, I still I still love them. So I haven't gotten to a disappointment movie yet. I was. It's not fun. This is this is horrible. No, I did used to love fun. the color of friendship though. Oh I'm yeah, <laughs> I did used to love that one too. We'll I know I'm gonna happens. be disappointed by that. I love that movie. I know I'm gonna be disappointed. <laughs> But even the ones that I'm disappointed by or I don't like, they're still funny to me. Like, they're so bad, they're funny. Like, this is not so terrible that it's funny. Like, there's nothing humorous about any of this. So. The movie wasn't just rarely funny. Everything was super heavy. Mm. And then the fact that they narrated, like, what happened to them. Like, they really did step by step what happened to the mom. I said, whoa, whoa. This is intense. Poor Sydney. She never had a chance. Yeah. Well, I'm done yeah. now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> okay. Call the that authorities was- <laughs> on the father. Take him away. That wraps up this discussion of Rip Girls. If you enjoyed this episode, please remember to like, subscribe, and leave a review. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, or anywhere else that podcasts are published. For more content, make sure you follow us on Instagram at in underscore hindsight underscore pod. And if you want us to dissect one of your favorite childhood movies, email us at inhindsightpod at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.